terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 It's Sunday, June 10th, 2012, episode 119 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. What's up, dude? Hi. It's been a minute. Welcome yeah. back, everyone. Join us live. Hotbox TV. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. That's where we're broadcasting at. It's nice. All the other uh, podcasts I do, we do like Google Hangouts because nobody can get their Skype in order. It's just sometimes easier. And that... Skype is a really complicated maze of... I'll tell you what, though, man. <laughs> Skype, is, <laughs> Skype is a lot more stable than Hangouts. We've been averaging, like, three or four crashes per episode, and it just, like, it won't even tell you. It just disappears. Like, I'll be talking, and then I'll be waiting for a response, and there's nothing. And I'm like, uh, look Tough at crowd. It. Oh, snap. <laughs> Fucking thanks, Hangouts. <laughs> so it's nice to do shows like this where you're actually here in the studio, and I don't have to edit out google hangouts crashing and and everything right um right that is a benefit i guess you lost your phone i did that is i did it nowadays in the in the age of technology and mobile and social like losing your phone is like losing a limb almost i feel like you know you can't call anybody because we don't memorize phone numbers uh text messages facebook i mean there's that's like the portal Um, to your life well if you use a smartphone I do have a smartphone, and, you know, for the first uh, 48 hours, I kind of felt like, oh, oh, wait, I don't have my, oh, shit, I don't have my phone. But then it was like, you know, this warm up feeling on, washes yeah, over you, like, coming up huh. to hour 72, like, I right. almost regretted filing the insurance Getting through claim. the sweats and the kicks, and you're like, you know what, I'm starting to feel better. Like, I think I might make it. I don't need to kill myself after all. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't really, uh, I, I actually kind of enjoyed not having the phone for several days. It's nice I, but getting it took away a few and... days for me to realize how peaceful, right, you know, things right. had gotten. The serenity me. has to take like, a minute nobody to bothered me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's so interesting that you know how much your phone notifies you of different things you know, right, especially right. like in now it's that intrusive I got, right like last night yeah. we were sitting on the couch and my phone rings and i go and look at it and it says hangout and i'm like why is my phone because it, it was like a phone call and right. so and so interrupt we we're sitting here watching cajun justice and getting blazed and all of a sudden my phone rings and i'm like the hell and it's a hangout with Aunt Pruitt from uh, yet another tech show, and this other guy wanting to show me some hip hop because you know I, I was recording songs and stuff. And I'm like, that was usually I will answer those if I'm online, but I wasn't online or nothing. I was just sitting there, and my phone. It, it was weird. It was a new kind of. You just interrupted my evening yep. for this, and it wasn't like a phone call, so it wasn't someone personal. It was someone on the internet. It, it was a weird kind of clash of like this life and the internet life that I lead. Ooh. I don't know how I feel you about have it. I mean, lives. it's cool because we're me, friends, but yeah, it was it was weird. With me, I have I have several email addresses. You know, like the email address that I covet and that I don't really. I use pretty much the one uh, with minimal spam, right? To it, well, right. the one with none actually, and that's right. my Gmail account. Well, one of my Gmail accounts, but then I have you know the email account through the the service provider and another email account that I've had since I was like fifteen or right, whatever. Right, right. You know, and I have all those. And on my old phone, I had all of that you know, dialed in on the phone so that, you know, if I got an email, it would beep. And 
I'm not setting that back up on this phone no. because I don't need to know when I get That's emails. That's the first thing I have to do is you know, and it's Gmail like, notifications off. It's like, oh, you got a new email from Epon, and and yeah, you know, like yeah. some like Best Buy sends you an email every day. Every day, if is you it have like a, Woot, where there's like a new special, or is yeah, it like, it's come just, buy this, or yeah, it's just every day. If you have a Best Buy's rewards card, right. kind of like when Borders was in business, if you had a Borders reward card, you got an email every day from Borders about some new sale or some new thing, and it drove me fucking nuts. And yeah, I could have probably went onto the website and like opted out of the email thing and all that other stuff, but I just never did it. And so I find with, especially if you do live in Gmail, like a lot of us do, it's much easier to just report a few of those as spam and you'll never see them again. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather do that. I never feel safe just because if, if it's like a malware spammer, they use those unsubscribe links to put payloads on your system to pwn you. So I'm really always very weary of actually unsubscribing. So I'll always just like mark that shit as spam and, and move on with my life. But, um, so on it's the- crazy how intrusive it's becoming and how we don't really notice it because it's gradually over time become so. So oh, yeah. once you totally oh, yeah. go without it and then you're thrown back in, you're like, holy shit, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it's in. I, I, it but has could been you get really work? interesting. Could you get work done though if you didn't have it, like uh-huh. just by using a regular phone? Well, depending on your job, I mean, right. The thing is, though, is that <laughs> your phone is just a form of communication, and most of the time, if you have a job, you know where you're supposed to be and at what time. Now, if your job requires true. you to use a cell phone, normally there's one provided from the company. Also, true. um. I don't think that I mean honestly like a lot of the things that are done on the phone I don't think are necessary you're saying you at may the feel core, like they're necessary a lot of it's frivolous just nonsense of us sharing which experience and interaction right which feels like it might be necessary but it's really not unless no. are you building a brand out of yourself because right if not, exactly it's kind of pointless. like there's no there's it's it's necessary to people because they've been doing it for so long and that it's right. part of their routine and like i said like for the first but day it's or been two, a gradual change it absolutely. wasn't like all of a sudden here share your life yeah it we was didn't like, go from the flip phone exactly it was to the android system painful you process. know where <laughs> where you know when you could send text messages it was like whoa really cool right. that's and awesome. in the scheme of the globe we were really late for a lot of that stuff I I feel like in Europe, like they were using SMS a lot more so than we were here way earlier than we were. Like we just recently adopted it in the great scheme of things. But mm-hmm. now it's it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. There's apps that'll show you where you're walking through your camera so you can like walk and text and not run into poles like an wow. idiot. That's how, because they know people do that. Right. It's, right. It's kind of scary. It's almost as if they've turned us into zombies. Wow. Have That's you heavy. seen all of those articles lately? There's been like I posted a few of them on my Twitter and Facebook. I just thought it was interesting it's that such a you hype. have this one incident, right? And yeah. it's bath salts induced. I mean, people freak out on well, weird drugs excuse. all the time. Well, that's I, what they blamed. That it on. should make you freak out, though. Sure, but that's You'll what they hallucinate blamed. if you. But do you think that? Do you think that the I bath salts another... were solely responsible for that? I've no. been hallucinating influence, yes. allegedly really hard. Like I've died a few times hallucinating, and I've never. Lost control to the point where I forgot what was right and what was wrong, and that eating somebody's face is wrong. You know, like I've never gotten to that point, but I've never 
done that drug to excess. You know, so. d- no, me either. But under a hallucinogenic state, usually I don't even want to smash. From ants. what I've read, though, you a know, lot like, of people are coming forward that have addictions to this MDVP or bath salts, and they're saying that like. It's the darkest. You know how like some drugs have a feel to them. Like shrooms always seem like a lighter, fluffy kind of thing, and acid is kind of in the middle. They're describing this as just like a really dark, twisted, demented, just state of mind that you're in. So I don't, I don't know if that has to do with how the synthetics. I are think to on abuse bath salts in general, you'd have to have. Is that what it is? Because you see the, what I'm the saying? drugs like, amplify your emotions, so maybe you're in a dark and, place to and begin to, with. To huh. seek out abuse of bath salts, I think that tells you a lot about somebody. It's there. It's at gas like, stations. Why not it's readily do available. the real drug? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, if you, if you want to get fucked up, why not do the real drug? Oh, because it's illegal, right? Or do the legal one and eat someone's face it's you know put your weird right put yourself and others at risk because you can get at the gas station or you know maybe seek out the real drug and and uh not eat people's face off so my other question is how long until the media because there here I'll, i'll just google news zombie actually zombie apocalypse well here we go zombie apocalypse miami cannibal that's the one we talked about and then there's one in Chambersburg, and then there's one in... I mean, there's just story after story here about it. And so I'm wondering how long until somebody goes outside and just, like, headshots somebody just for the fuck of it or because they were walking weird or something like that. Like if the, it hasn't happened already. That the, See, that, yeah, and that's right? the thing that I have to say about this is that it's so, it's such, it's so typical of American media to sensationalize something like this. You know, like, uh, d- like imminent zombie apocalypse prophesied in ancient scriptures yeah. from the examiner. Like people read that though, and they're oh, like, yeah. "Oh, honey, did you hear?" Yeah, CDC reacts to zombie apocalypse. Period. Really? Like, uh, right? It, well, the the American media, it's like they turn the Mayan thing into the end of the zombie world. Zombie apocalypse: colon are bath salts to blame. <laughs> Is the media to blame? I mean, you know, is the we, zombie apocalypse real? Don't freak out, but... But? But? I don't know. I don't want to click a, it because I'm freaking out, man! <sighs> but it's 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 a mainstream it's, it's thing It's something now. to sell. Romero started this. It's, it's romantic. It you is. know, this, this, whole, this whole idea. The Walking Dead is going to be there, and they were for $70. I think I posted this on Twitter or Facebook, but for 70 bucks, you can go through their zombie apocalypse simulation that'll show you what it's like to be in the Walking Dead show. Like, what if that was real life, what that would... I don't know if I would you pay seventy dollars to run through a simulation, knowing that it's a simulation, even no. though they would make it look. I would hope, and this hasn't happened yet, so we'll we'll but, see what happens. But they would make it pretty realistic, right? I I wouldn't personally, but I don't like guided tours. Even like I don't. You see what <laughs> I'm saying? Like I want to. I'm a zombie own. apocalypse, right? Come like I don't. I, sure. You know, like if it's gonna be a zombie Can apocalypse, I pack a nine milli and a couple like steaks and like yeah. Put I'm some, gonna simulate this just as well as you guys are. This is how I would react, right? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you came at me trying to eat my face, right? PTSD Sorry, I tranquilized flashbacks. you. Uh, yeah, right. And, and your partner and everyone else standing in front of me with my semi-automatic 
weapon. Exactly, right? Like you would, and I like how here they're quoting scripture, which uh, of course they are taps into a whole nother realm of demographic to right. to invite in. This is your dead rising. I mean, did you did you finish Game of Thrones second season? Yeah. Can we talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Zombies. Yeah, no, absolutely. Zombies. Yeah. If they would have mentioned that at the beginning of season one, I would have been in. I, w- I would have started watching it right from there. Oh, really? I wouldn't have had to catch they up did. late. The White Walkers? What the fuck else could that possibly mean? Zo- I thought there was like it's a white snowman or something. Like a Yeti or some shit. It's a White Walker. They had the fucking lost black smoke monster. Like, that's uh, what was I expecting? I, that's but, true. You know, I mean... But- but I'm sorry, spoiler alert. And then, but in the first episode, like the 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 creatures that you yeah, see in the first true. season, it was they're the zombies. How could you not? I think? just kind of set that aside as as Your like a MacGuffin that deduction was is never going to get focused on. I'm no. telling you, the White Walkers, and they're in the first episode. <laughs> Matthew 27 verse 50 through 53, and Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. <sighs> Bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split and the tombs were open and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection they entered the holy city and appeared to many wow translated to now in modern speak they all sat around smoked bath salts and Went to town I mean, and ate people's faces. Ate people's faces. That's you know. Um, I'm not a mythology buff, but <laughs> I mean that's a pretty dark, creepy line, isn't it? You In the book I mean? of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament, and that's supposed to turn it around, you right? Know? And, let's, like, and let's you know, yeah, like, okay. It's such a uh, an interesting thing like, when you mix. But in, people read this and they're well, like, absolutely, buy more water. <laughs> you know it's... You you do know that you live in America yeah, Which yeah, is the no, land of the Christians I know I mean we are the Christian me- epicenter Like the... I just wish there was a way to Like use their scripture against them And find There is Find where it says This is what you need to do To start the apocalypse Do those things And then be like I'm pretty sure that we've already done all of those <laughs> With things With the wars in the Middle East And that kind yeah, of Yeah why not I mean That's pretty much You can um, you can use scripture to combat any other verse in right. that book. It's just that, you know, m- most people that uh, subscribe to the Christian belief uh, have been trained to be They're, able to pick and choose right, what parts of the Bible picking. to use. You know, you can't, They're you more can't New use Testament. the Bible as a whole. Right. You can't use that book as a whole. Has anybody ever read that book as a whole? Like, I don't think people could even sit down and do it, even if they believed or wanted to believe inside that this is That's one of the biggest uh, hypocrisies in Christianity. If you believed so fully in... Like, you would cherish that book. You would never stop reading it. Right. Until you, and a lot of people yeah. that, that subscribe they to that loathe. belief, they haven't read the book. No. They study it in it, and they follow along during, uh, you know, during their church session. But beyond that, you know, they don't... If 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 that was true, if the Christian religion was true, that that book would be, you know what I'm saying? That it would right. be sacred. You know what I'm saying? They it wouldn't be something that uh, uh, I guess some Christians think it's sacred, but they don't treat it as such. They say it is, but they say it is. They don't. I don't know if maybe they think it as far as they can say it for other people's sake. But when it comes right. down to it, when they're by themselves, it ain't they're sacred. reaching it's for the Sports book. Illustrated, right. not the Bible, right? 
And I mean, I, I like the warning at the end of this article. It says the views expressed in this article were not necessarily the views of the author, but were used for educational purposes or entertainment purposes. Educational purposes, right? But right. yeah, Thanks. <laughs> right. Thanks for educating me. Thank on you, zombie William apocalypse. Doring. I can't even believe Appreciate that's it. even in the news as it's, zombie apocalypse. It is the headline. That's what I'm. I'm How just, entertaining. Right? How entertaining. Thank you. If at I least, want entertainment. Least, the only thing I'm glad about this whole scenario is that the guy was on bath salts and not cannabis. Right. Because the guy was it would have been on cannabis. Zombie oh, apocalypse equals Lord. cannabis are a billion potheads zombies. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like let you figure it out. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't just add that in anyway. And all it's weird if you just look at like the structure of this article, all the hyperlinked bold words, zombie apocalypse, bath salts incident, cannibal killer, cannibal, stomach contents, zombie bullets, zombie drills, zombie apocalypse. It's like it's written, designed, it, and, you know. It makes me sick, actually. I mean, honestly, it's so hyped up to be should so. Should we be, though? I mean, is, is this what we should expect from absolutely. sites like this? Uh, from any site. From par any for the media. Course. Because it is, it's sensationalized. It's, right. it's, it's interesting to people. They Do you think it they takes. Wanna, they want to read about it because it's more entertaining than uh, yeah, the election yeah. system that's going on But should on right news now be and... entertaining? I mean. No. I, it should just state facts and then... But has it for... No, that's true. A couple decades? I no. feel like the commentators and the analysts have kind of turned it into, you know, their the own The people that write their lines for, are the ones that have turned that down. Well, right. Under request of the people that tell them what to do. You know, and it's not it's not the news reporter's fault. It's not the... It's, you know, it's it's a whole it's system. It's top down. It's, yeah, it's this, sure. it's this departmentalized theory of of you know shit rolls downhill and right. we're all at the bottom of this hill just eating it up yeah eating it up and shitting out yeah. mushrooms <laughs> you know do you think open. though that this kind of sensational stuff takes the heat away or even the focus away from more maybe Absolutely. important articles like the feds are again raiding california dispensaries as absolutely we've Assume just like just um, all the time. You know, when Michael Jackson died, it like took mm. all the attention away from what was going on in the Middle East mm-hmm. and the different programs. And that they we used that to their advantage, Absolutely. or by design, it was in place so that they could because ninety percent of the advantage. time they were talking about Michael Jackson. Oh, and in other news, right? Uh, you know, the president signed a bill another to authorize something or another. Back to Michael Jackson, right? You know, and it's like among the dead bodies was your privacy and your right. security, right? And so, but I hope you feel safe right you know and it's it's such an interesting concept that we use to um you know make ourselves feel safe like that's even important in a world with zombie apocalypse do you feel safe knowing that the feds money is being directed towards raiding more cannabis dispensaries in california rather than maybe looking more into this whole bath salt thing or even finding rapists or murderers i mean I think that it's so typical and that with, with in a crime-free society, there would be so many people that would lose their profits that that is not their goal. Right. The goal is is to make more money by creating more criminals and larger jails. And so, no, the feds aren't going to spend money investigating so a zombie apocalypse. So should we just apocalypse. give them what they want and have everybody just be criminal and just start we all are. and be like, what's up now? Now it's I war? Would like, Where I does w- that end? If somebody felt that they were in compliance with every law and, w- 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 and 
essence not a criminal i would show you a liar (laughs) because everybody has performed some criminal action whether it be speeding whether it be running a stop sign whether it be you know uh depending on on how far you want to uh stretch this you know like maybe you've uh, violated some sort some sort of amendment in the constitution by doing (laughs) something you know what i'm saying like there's I'm pretty sure that any time that our federal government wants to find you guilty of something, they certainly can. For whatever reason. Well, in the way we'll just that... make up reasons. You know, post-Patriot Act and, and sure. post the NDAA. It's a good example of that. You know, like, I, they, they Why really... Why else would that be put into place unless... Right. You were getting ready for war. And, and so, I mean, we've mentioned it before that they it's war tactics. Here they say that... Quote, because there are so many of these dispensaries in our district, we cannot go after all of them at once. So we've developed a strategy based on geographical areas. We're methodically going through our district. And these are uh, forfeiture lawsuits that were filed Monday uh, against a pair of buildings in the L.A. suburb of Santa Fe Springs, uh, one of which houses two dispensaries. They also sent letters to 34 other property owners or store operators in the L.A. area, giving them 14 days to come into compliance with federal law or face civil or criminal actions. So you're in compliance with state law. We're giving you two weeks to be in compliance with federal law. Yeah, which means get rid of your cannabis. Right. Isn't that crazy? Like, everybody seems to, the, the from what I see, and maybe I'm in this jaded bubble, but from what I see, people have pretty much come to terms with the fact that cannabis isn't what they've made it out to be, except for the feds. The feds seem like they're the only, I mean, the feds and maybe the senators that run the state Commie systems and, so, and the commie mommies. Okay. So maybe there's a bunch of people that are yeah. still not, but it seems like out of all of those groups, the feds are really just the ones that are like, balls to the wall, we're coming to get it's you. It's their job. It's their job to do other stuff too. I feel like this right. is just a waste. But not of time. when their boss is telling them that this is their job. They're receiving orders. Yeah, that's orders. true. It's not the feds. They are receiving orders. orders. Yeah, yeah, they are you're... following orders, mandates, I'm sorry, and instructions. Feds. What I meant to say was your your owners are dicks. <laughs> what, are they, what are they called? Their handlers? Your handlers are dicks. <laughs> I think that's the Maybe CIA. Not you guys. Oh. They're feds, right? <laughs> I think the director, I think, is what they call the leader of the. FBI. Right. Um, the director. <laughs> empirical director. Yeah, right. The drive-by federal prosecutors a shutdown dispensaries has caused friction between the U.S. government and California, which, as we all know, in 96 became the first state to decriminalize medical marijuana. Uh, 16 states and the District of Columbia have followed suit. And, I mean, I'm just really glad that... Uh, our tax dollars are really protecting the community by uh, going after these uh, dispensaries. Especially when we have articles like this that come out that say, hey, all of we've done a study. Here's our study. Here are our scientific results. Neighborhoods with dispensaries in them do not have higher crime rates than other neighborhoods. That's obviously a biased article. Obviously. And a biased report Where from did you some get stoner. Your- <laughs> you know, that it's completely unreliable. Because I guarantee there's a study that says otherwise. Yeah, yeah. As more and US, again, huh? just like the Bible, we can pick and choose what information that we want to use depending on the situation that like we find we're, ourselves we're in. We're fairly fair here. We kind of take from both sides. I just told you how the feds were raiding dispensaries. Now I'm telling you how the the dispensaries don't boost crime and that right. they shouldn't be. And I'm, I was just playing devil's advocate. Well, of course, I'm going to be the anti marijuana. You'd be anti cannabis, Ian. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> that'd right. be awesome. Right. 
Uh, as more states have legalized the use of marijuana for medical reasons, some people have expressed concern that outlets that dispense the drug and their clients will become targets for crime. And that, that kind of happens. for crime? Let's say like the dispensary would be more apt to be a target than if there was like a mortgage company there or a title place. Right. But if you put a convenience store there, a liquor store, yeah, I was just or say. a pharmacy there, it will also be. So right. you're... Your sure. argument is no. You put a, a maternity a, clothing store there. Exactly. Probably right? ain't going to attract that much crime. But if you Unless put a liquor the store or the pharmacy there, then right. yeah, you're going to have the same kind of influence. And also, like, <laughs> oh, I hate this system. Yeah. It's so like designed to just keep fucking us over yeah. and over yeah. and over again. And, Cheers. And what else irritates me is how gullible Americans have become to believe whatever someone tells them. Because if you think about it, we could if everybody got together and was like, this is bullshit, like through votes and through that kind of path, we could fix this eventually. Not through votes. You don't think so? No. If it started locally no. and went outward? No. no. Okay, how? No. Force. Force? Yeah. <laughs> By force? Yeah. Well, one way or another, I suppose. Force. Um, or, this, you know, if just everybody was on board. You know what I mean? If if Does that mean that not everybody but see, is? No, not no, of course not. Besides those small groups that we mentioned Those are huge earlier. groups. Well, besides the feds. Droid. <laughs> um, no, there, it's, it's a huge group of people that aren't on board. I mean, obviously more than half of our nation because we live in a, a democracy, which also means it's a mob rule, which means True. that the majority wins. And so the minority always gets the short end of the stick on issues. Like, unless the majority of the country is on board, then the rest of us lose rights. But is it the majority or is it a certain select group of few that doesn't if matter. they are on board, it doesn't matter what everybody I think, else is? I think they have that in a democracy, them. some people have more power and sway than other people. Via popularity. So, or so even, if, even if a majority of Americans felt that marijuana should be legalized, which is true, sure. um, the, few, the smaller group of people that don't think it should be legalized have the ability to keep it from doing that. And they just happen to be the group that is in power in the feds and, and all that. With yeah, them. the elected officials. The so it's almost whoever has the group with the feds in it wins at this point. No, it's, it's just, gotten it's, to that. It's 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 all about who you know, not what you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like especially in a democracy, like people have connections. And Lobbyists, things. you and know, whatnot. and it's it's so it's so disgusting how they bargain with laws. Okay, well if you sign this one, then we'll sign that one, and it's like. That's called a compromise, you know, is when when okay, well, if you if you want to help us pass this law, you're going to have to help us pass this other one. And so everybody's hands get dirty eventually. Yeah, because they're bargaining like to get this one law passed. They have to endorse another law that they don't really want to. But in order to get their agenda accomplished, they have to do that. And they're bargaining using chips that are made up for one but they they make up and consist of our rights and stuff like it's it's made up what you can and cannot do's to bargain for their can and cannot do's right. like it's weird because if you guys weren't there none of that would exist right. and none of this would matter but the other you guys thing, make your own work almost. the other thing that i don't think many people realize especially uh um people that are you know in the forest and, and can't see the tree you know sure. see what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but if you are creating laws 
that are forcing people to follow your moral guidelines, you don't really have those morals to begin with. Because if you are forcing people to follow your morals, what's moral about that? By writing legislation, like this goes to with the cannabis thing or with gay marriage or abortion or any of these controversial issues, they're controversial because of people's moral standing, not because of their ethical standing and not because of their, their, it's so based on their morals the because they feel it's wrong. They don't think anybody else should do it either. And so they're forcing other people to live their lives like they do. Now, yeah. what is a bigger tragedy? That's weird. Yeah. The fact that somebody feels the need to force other people to live their life like they do. In other words, well, I don't validate think, I don't agree with that and so you shouldn't either. Yeah, validate what I'm doing. Through legislation, you, right. which means that the person that is trying to validate their morals through legislation probably is more and I'm going to use this term lightly but evil than the people that they're trying to control because yeah. they are they are forcing their moral opinion down other people's But you know throats. how they get over it that all morality comes from God and if you don't have God then you're an immoral being and therefore have Absolutely. no and Absolutely. You, you can't and argue with this, that rationally. This comes, that's scary. Well, no, because they're not rational themselves. Because if morality God comes from God, that that's just a coin flip in how they feel some random uh-huh. at any given Like I said, day. you can like, knit and pick and use certain parts whenever it suits you. That's scary. So this is an idea is that I really think that democracy is, a gr- is great for an emerging country. You know, when a country is like, let's say, uh, liberated from another country. When you need control, to tell people not to kill each other or... Well, I'm just saying when a country is getting started, you know, like in, in Egypt, they overthrew the other government and they're implementing a, a democracy. Sure. Hey, that's really great at first, but we've had a democracy here for 200 and some odd years. It's time to kind and, of evolve. And I really don't think that democracy is the answer for a governmental system. It's a stepping the, stone to a greater... To a different system that hopefully could keep corruption and So that keep, just means eventually we get to a point where everybody realizes and is enlightened and takes care of themselves and you don't... That body, that governing body dissolves because it's unnecessary. That's called utopia. Is that the top rung? I would think so. So, but, but is that what they're trying at this to current prevent? moment? Because that and, gets rid of their, and for our listeners, I, I, like I said, I, people always disagree with me, but I really don't think that democracy is going to work for this country. Um, much longer. Well, it's not really working in my opinion right now. It's being forced and kind of drug along, kicking and screaming it's, in some it's ways. Kinda like a, it's kind of like a term that's been coined. You know, it's, it's like, like a, net neutrality. It, it sounds right. nice, but it doesn't really mean shit. Right, democracy. Because people you know, do what and, they want but anyway. Really, like, <laughs> I don't know about any of you guys, but this isn't the country I voted to live in. Yeah. Like, the way that I vote, this is not the way that... This, this is, is not, not what, what I, I voted promised. for. <laughs> yeah, this is not what I voted for. And this so is how, is, how is democracy working? We live in a mob rule in, in where some people count for more than others. You know, when, like we were just saying, that there are some people that have more power than the majority of the United States. You know, a couple hundred people have more political power than the entire nation. That this that doesn't mean that democracy is working very well. The fact that our government will ignore petitions, the fact that, you know, we're really just kind of kicked aside. You know, we're given our receipts for birth called birth certificates and yeah. we're a commodity. Cows. What, like why would you why would you let your slaves vote but or the, decide anything? The shitty you thing is we're we're a self like we we know this. We're like we self do. recognize like 
we know that we're a commodity and we're kind of not pleased about that. Me and you do. Well, but I, I guarantee feel like there's a group out there the that other knows. the people there are other people that live You guys know your sheep, right? <laughs> <laughs> a mean, lot of people don't. Yeah, I, and I, mostly because it's it's hard to admit. You know, like we're very proud as Americans and you don't want to admit that there's a possibility that maybe you've had the wool pulled over your eyes mm. or maybe I can't be tricked. You can't fool a fool. Right. Come on. Right. And which makes you look like even more of a fool because, right. man, there's some tricky motherfuckers around. But watch man. this movie. Right. Or check out Michael Jackson died or check it out. Zombie apocalypse. Or check here, it out. Zombie apocalypse. Matter of fact, just just let us entertain you and let us do whatever the fuck we want. And because you're not going to have the ability and see, it's gone on so long now that I mean, I just feel like this country is so deep into a hole now that there ain't no coming out of it. It's it's got to be reset. Revolution. Yeah, there's zombie just, apocalypse. There's just, and... Yeah, there's there's just no way for us to correct yeah. the corruption that's in place already. Like it's going to have to be completely wiped clean because the because corruption who do you runs trust? so deep. Who do you trust? Trust nobody. Exactly. That's my TNO. favorite line in Scarface. TNO. Who do I trust? Me. Me. Nobody else. Who can you trust other than yourself? Can you just trust the Journal of Studies on alcohol and drugs? No. All right. Moving on. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about this. This has always been a, a subject that comes up here and there. Military veterans, uh, the use of PTSD, or <laughs> the that use doesn't of PTSD, really exist. The use of marijuana <laughs> in PTSD. I use PTSD to my PTSD uh, isn't a real symptom. Justin Fanred wants to know if anybody oh. here's a Christian. Uh, no. And Justin Fanlight Blue says, I don't know if you mentioned yet, but anti-marijuana Senator Shockley lost to Tim Fox in the Republican primary for ag. So, yay that. Yay that. But so, I have two conflicting articles here. Well, one of them asks the question, should veterans with PTSD use medical marijuana? The other one are, it's from Phoenix, and it's actual military veterans saying pot actually eases PTSD. They're so, so I, lying. I wanted to link so one article. They're to... old and senile, and they don't understand what's going on with their own body. Remember, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Right. Okay. Right. They just want to do drugs and get high. Right. I mean, I like this. Just because they be devil's advocates. Just because they served their country, they think that they have the right to use a drug that's going to ruin their lives. No, they should go uh, and sit on the wheelchair next to the other homeless guy that served his country. <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible thing to say, but devil's advocate. Yeah. You're man. not going to smoke weed, but here's a bottle of whiskey. Now yeah, go away. Oh, right. But that... now go away. Here's some prescriptions. Right. Uh, last year, despite warnings from medical staff at the local veterans hospital, this is again in Phoenix. Uh, he began this gentleman. Uh, he was former staff sergeant enlisted in the Arizona National Guard after 9-11. Uh, and in 06, he was providing security for a convoy near Camp Anaconda in Iraq. His hut, his truck hit an improvised bomb. Uh, the blast turned the night into day, nearly destroyed his neck, damaged discs in his back, and left him with brain injuries and PTSD. Do you, would you say in, in maybe this particular situation, PTSD might be the least of this gentleman's worries? Right, right. Like, you you were bombed, dude. And so, uh, yeah, last year, despite the, the warnings from medical staff at the Veterans Hospital, he began to smoke pot legally under the state's new medical marijuana program. You know, that new one that they instituted like two years ago and right. just now started to, to right. figure out. Uh, he says, quote, my doctor shunned me and didn't approve of me doing it. Uh, he said one doctor said I could get some repercussions for doing it, but I did it legally, and I know for a fact I'm a walking testimonial that it works. 
Uh, no one collects data on the number of veterans participating in medical marijuana programs in the don't. 17 states where it's legal. That of course they're not going to keep track of that because that's another number that would work against the system. How do you cherry pick out of all positive? Like, you right. know, I, There's no negative to pick and choose from here. Right. Shit. That's the only bad. way they could do it was twist their words and make it seem like, right. you know, that all of these veterans have become victims to this dangerous drug because of its addictive properties. You know, maybe they've they've heard that it has uh, worked magic for other people. And so they they fell for that and tried it out once. And now they're addicted and they can't get off of it. And cannabis yep. affects your cerebral processes to the point where, you know, you, you're not even making decisions for yourself. You're just you're just so addicted I'm to marijuana pot and that you can't stop and and you you think it's okay because you know you're addicted like and you feel good about it right you know. and and you're justifying it by saying it makes you feel better which is a complete lie <laughs> it makes you feel worse <laughs> uh, veterans and program advocates say those who have served are turning to cannabis more and more to deal with the disabling symptoms of PT. SD, traumatic brain injuries, and chronic physical pain. I don't know. I don't reach for pot when I have pain, but it's another story. In Arizona, veterans are leading the push for health officials to add PTSD as a qualifying condition for the medical marijuana program. Currently, only individuals with diagnoses such as chronic pain, cancer, and other debilitating conditions qualify. Two other states include PTSD as a qualifying condition. They're like, but they can. Why can't we? WTF? That's that's not fair. So, well, it's it's no good that veterans are getting kicked out of places if that's still happening for for being medical patients. Are are landlords still getting still getting messed with? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's never gonna end. So, did you hear Tommy Chong is now shockingly this says pro medical pot. Because he has prostate cancer. Can we just... Dis- let's have a discussion on Buddha. What's going on? What's going on in the chat? Well, um... Nothing. And Tommy Chong just, has prostate cancer. I just... Yeah. You know, that's unfortunate. But old people get prostate cancer. I feel like old people... Like, it's probably because of is, his drug use. Do you think? <laughs> Would that be irony? <laughs> no. Uh, cancer Again, is... Again, devil's advocate. I'm just spewing nonsense. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm feeling irrational nonsense. Yeah. I like this. You know, I sound just <laughs> like our elected fun. officials. Uh, Justin Fan Red says, are there any dispensaries left in Montana? Yes, there are. Only this one. <laughs> There's a couple. <laughs> yeah, there are. We went from, you know, we went from 15, 20 of them here in the valley to, to four. Yeah. And those Is four that, That's because of capitalism, s- though. And the best ones went to the top and the mm, rest yeah. went out of business. Right. Or got right. raided. Or got raided. Or got or raided. Or are just so afraid because our state government won't stand up for its citizens' rights and allow the federal government to push us around like schoolyard bullies. Using our own state officials in right. some cases. Right. Well, and I think really that some of our state officials are inviting them in. Like, I, Do I you don't think? think... Oh, absolutely. Like, here's your back door, China. Absolutely. Come on in. Hack us. Uh, Jeff... For one, I'm sure is Mr. Esman. Yeah, he is Ooh. just. I'm sure Ms. that Esman? he is tickled pink. Yeah, that we that he has put so many like, of look his at all citizens. The good I've done right. Job well done. Yeah, I feel good. I mean, he's really made our community a better place. I feel like though you I'm could about to live... throw up just that I said that. I know. Don't throw up on the pop filter. I mean, I'm really. I think you could live forever until you got cancer. Like cancer is the end of humanity as as the individual knows it. 
Like that, that's like, it's, it's almost a stage of life, right? Like how many people don't die of cancer? Probably nowhere near the amount of people that do. <laughs> right? It just seems like you could just keep living your life and all of a sudden, pow, oh, you got cancer in your asshole. You know, like that's, that's terrible. That's terrible news, doctor. Oh, but for the next three years, you get whatever you want. So that's all right, I guess, right? Like well, I mean, if you're going to go out. Uh, Tommy Chong said, quote, I've got prostate cancer and I'm treating it with hemp oil. Does that mean somebody like rubs hemp oil on his? Anyway, sorry. You just, wanted to, say, advocate. You just <laughs> wanted to say rub hemp oil. So legalizing marijuana means a lot more to me now than just being able to smoke a joint without being arrested. Thank you, Tommy Chong. <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe he said that. Chong revealed that he has slow stage one prostate cancer to CNN. Like, he got it from the doctor and just picked up the phone and was like, CNN, (laughs) hello? (laughs) I have to report. It's Tommy. Hey, it's Mr. Chong. I have something to report. Cancer in my butt. Hey, dude. Yeah, I got cancer, man. In in my butt. Like, uh, I'm so glad I can smoke joints because. This says he's not even smoking anymore because he's 74 years old. Yeah. Is he 74? He's old. Christ. He's old. Where does the time go? And honestly, if it wasn't Tommy Chung, that wouldn't even be news. A 74 year old man with prostate cancer? That's not news. That's so common. Yeah, right. Because like, of who he is. Yeah. Like, if I got be- prostate cancer, we'd podcast about it, and make fun of me, and that'd be it. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, hey, CNN, guess what? Oh, if you got prostate cancer, guess we would what? totally call CNN. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Hey, this is Matt. <laughs> if uh, I get prostate cancer. Just so cancer, you know, CNN. Um, you guys, I, all- I also have a slow stage one <laughs> prostate cancer. Would you put that in the news? Oh, I am treating it by rubbing hemp seed oil all over my ass. <laughs> I have pictures if you want. You should all call CNN and tell them that I have prostate cancer. Right? <laughs> Justin Fan Red in the chat says, what is the best organization in Montana to donate money to? Us. I mean, if you have to ask, yeah, right? right? You can send money to us all day long. Yeah. Um, the uh, is the one to donate money to because they're the ones that are financing our uh, lawyer and the legal yeah, that's probably representation. Thing, huh? yeah. And that's really the only way that anything's going to happen in this state to, uh, anymore is through the court system. And so Which uh, is that attorney how gets, we should be doing things? Who is employed by the Montana Cannabis Industry Association. Mm-hmm. Um uh, they just put in some uh, appeals last week through the courts, and the courts obviously have a, an immense amount of time before they have to make a ruling. But uh, um, is this, that the C one one zero C one? No, that's a different petition to uh, legal that's to the, regulate cannabis right. like uh, wine. alcohol. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like alcohol, beer, and wine. Um, what do you think of that one? Is that is that a good step? I mean. W- uh, is it good to have all of these different groups no, again? And, and because still didn't we go from a bunch of different ones I'm to I'm sorry. One? That I'm not even going to be the devil's advocate with this, but my honest opinion is is that people saw that we were successful last year with um, our petition gathering process. And because we were successful, like every, a bunch of people thought that they could do it too. And so a right. bunch of other people started these petitions kind of at the seat of their pants because we were successful. But I, a lot of those people that started the petitions, I'm not going to say that they weren't involved with our petition gathering process. But if they were, I don't think they would have been so quick to jump out and start their own petition gathering. It's a lot movement. of work. It is an immense to amount do of work. It right. We had hundreds and hundreds of volunteers working many hours every week to barely, barely get 
a small win out of this petition. These petition gathering things are not a breeze. They're not right. easy. It's not like you just go out and collect signatures. Like, oh, hey, what's up, friend? <laughs> no, it's yeah. it's a very detailed process. Like they got to be registered to vote. Salesman. They got to be. Yeah, I mean, it's very. It's very complex for a lot of people, and you can't do it sitting on the couch wanting to be an advocate. You have to actually go out and do things, which is way too much to ask for most people. It's a lot of work. And so a lot of these other petitions, I mean, the concepts behind them are really good, but where's the organization? Where's the structure? Where's the money to finance the processes that it takes to do these things? It does cost money. It costs lots of money. Lots thousands and, lots. and thousands and thousands of dollars to get something like this done. And a lot of these other petitions and the people that started them that are in charge just expected everybody to jump on board and, and do all the work for the people which isn't really the case which I learned I thought it was going to be that way too until I started training people and trying to get people interested in collecting signatures and it ain't easy it's I mean it's an uphill battle both ways get people out of their comfort zones and good luck doing that nope we're also like inebriated with fluoride cannabis (laughs) and arsenic that we can't conspiracy TV right damn you know, our our motivation has been polluted with doubt, and so it's just very difficult to get anything like that started. Do Not to mention that all of these things are state levels, and at the moment we don't. I don't. I don't think too many medical marijuana advocates have any problem with the state government. It's it's not the highway patrol or the city police or the sheriff's department that's, true, right? that's giving us a hard time. Yeah, we've it's never the federal government, and so putting all this effort and all this this movement into these state level things isn't going to do us any good. Are they trying to because build it's f- not the sheriff's office that's breaking down these dispensaries' doors and confiscating their stuff. It's yep. not the the state law enforcement that's creating the problem. It's the federal government. And so even if we were successful with this petition that made medical marijuana or marijuana in general, cannabis regulated like alcohol, that's not going to change the fact that the federal government is going to nail us to a table and butt fuck us. Be afraid. Be very afraid. So succeeding on state levels, yeah, that's all good and great. But Do you feel like they're the just moment, trying to build a foundation to go from there? No. Not at all. What is the purpose then? Is that just exactly just what is the purpose? Because because if if cannabis was then regulated like alcohol, and people think that it would just be everywhere, no, it wouldn't be. The federal government would be everywhere. We'd have feds even more everywhere. So than there would be uh, there would probably be riot police on the street protecting our communities from cannabis, like p- pushing cannabis legislation at a local level at this point isn't going to protect. We're past anyone. that point. It's a like federal one or an We 04. have the state law. If you follow the state regulations, which most people can't even do anyway because <laughs> it requires you to do something once a year right. and carry the card with you at all times. I carry so that many is cards. Too much work for a lot of people. I mean, that's so many cards, Ian. So many. Um, what do you think? Did you hear this study that high school students, more of them are smoking marijuana than tobacco? Did Say that one more time. More high school students smoke pot than cigs. Absolutely. Which, if you think about it, it's a good thing. I mean, it's terrible. They're going to get more cancer from the pot. Right, because there's more carcinogens in yeah, it. Yeah, these growers nowadays, you don't know. You don't know right. who you can trust. Right. It's a drug cartel, man. Just, we should just legalize or make it even more illegal so we can just smoke What we should do weed. is start pushing tobacco on teens so that they turn to that and stop smoking the pot. Yeah, we could do that. Or bath salts. Or bath salts. We bring Joe Camel back. 
with yeah, the bath right? salts. Could with you imagine? The bath salts. And Snoopy. Joe Camel. Salty Joe Camel. Oh, man. Sea <laughs> Dog. In his bath. Sea Dog. Like, Joe Camel. Sword. Yeah, That's right? So awesome. Sitting in the bathtub, pouring mm. salts on himself. Have it's, you seen the movie <laughs> Feed? No. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think I have where the dude and the woman, and he keeps feeding her and feeding her and feeding her. And call, yeah. You have seen that? Yeah. And he pulls yeah. out the, the yeah. uh, funnel oh, with the God. hose, and he's yes. liquefied the previous woman yes. into like a protein shake. There you go. And he like sticks the hose down that 600 oh. pound woman's throat. That movie in and she's ages, like, I own it. I have it on DVD and there's only a reason if you guys okay there's two movies three movies that I have seen that will change your perspective of humanity yeah (laughs) one is feed um the other one is called uh um, the divide yeah the divide I couldn't I couldn't watch it because it was so foully disgustingly uh uh dark like naked lunch dark like no okay it's about this uh, nuclear thing happens and these people are stuck down in this quasi (laughs) well no this quasi bomb shelter and a couple of the guys kind of start to get this radiation poisoning and their hair starts to fall out and they have these sores and they're like addicted to having sex with this one woman and it gets like (laughs) it gets like really dark like there's a sex scene where the dude has a a gas mask on and and the other guy's sitting in front of him and the lady's face is all bleeding from her radiation scars wow. and they're just sitting there partying like it's fucking 1969 oh, yeah, and having nuts. and it's and it's just like this this really dark sexually orientated experience of what these people go through after a nuclear explosion locked up in this this basement of this place and they're being kind of studied to watch what happens and of course the the masculine powerful men right. like lose their minds and start like I literally like having sex with toasters and stuff. Oh wow. It's really really fucked up. So the divide like honestly like it was so like gave me the creeps. I mean the movie was really uh, uh, how should I say this? I mean it got you into it. I don't know. It's called The Divide. And if you want to watch something that's really fucked up. I do. (laughs) Then watch that and then um, (laughs) so feed also is just so Wrong, you know what I mean? Just yeah. so wrong. Um, I was gonna use like I was gonna use that. Wrong. I was gonna use this movie as an as, as a metaphor earlier about you know how Americans are are being force fed things, and I kind of feel like Americans are the fat woman with the funnel down. We're their the throat. fat bitch. Title. While while you know the media is pouring the the previous fat woman that they killed into a protein shake, they're just pouring it down our throat. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and we're loving it too. Oh, yeah, that fat woman was just loving that. She was like. <laughs> You know, choking on that. The it's a BDSM thing. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, it's... it's uh, uh, Justin Fanlight Blue says, I don't know if I mentioned, or if we mentioned this, I don't know if we did or not either, uh, but about a week ago, the House of Reps voted on a bill to defund the DEA's raids on medical cannabis states. Reberg voted for it, along with most of the Democratic minority, uh, and then it died. Right, yeah. So, so a lot of people voted for it, but then it died, and this is just kind of goes Justin back to the Van democracy Red thing. says that that was purely political for Reberg. The MTCIA article praising him is one reason I hesitate to donate to them. Denny is hardly pro-cannabis, pretty sure. I don't, yeah. It, well, and the hardest thing about this is, is with most of our elected officials, it's... They're only cannabis pro cannabis when it benefits them, right? It's, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and to be We've honest, seen with that you, a lot, a yeah, lot. They might be pro cannabis this week, but next week they'll be anti, and then the week after that they'll be pro cannabis, and it's just really hard 
with our elected officials to know what they really stand for because they don't really stand for anything unless it benefits them. Right. They stand for themselves. And so how do you vote for people? Like, this is the, that's my problem with voting for, for an individual is that I'm not really voting for that person. I'm, I'm voting for, you know, whatever suits them best. And they're going to they're gonna take whatever actions that they need to to make sure that they are taken care of or that their agenda is 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 pushed forward and their agenda yeah it might have some they might have constituents in their voting district that feel the same but i i just feel like i need to stand up for the minority because nobody else does as cannabis users we're the minority and who stands up for us nobody how much longer will that last though once we become the majority i mean will that i don't have a positive outlook on this no Magic uh-uh. Gate Ball says positive outlook. Not, 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 not gonna happen. I really think the way that our federal government has their claws into this whole concept, I don't think it's gonna go away because we're so far deep down into this hole that there ain't no fixing it. So you can vote for Tester, or you can vote for Denny, or you can just not vote for the lesser. I can write in who I feel would do a better job, which would be. Anyone? <laughs> me or you? Anyone? I'll write you in if you write me in. All right. We'll see. I mean, anyone. Because... because <laughs> anyone else? Right. Like, yeah. it, it just seems that they've already been in the system. You know, I feel like we need to get people that haven't haven't been in the system for so long that haven't been corrupted. Right. You know, like, it would be really interesting if you could only serve one term. What's the... I was going to ask, what's the cycle you then serve that one you term. could go before you get corrupt? So what, when do we need to pull them out and save their lives before... Every you know, two years, I think. Every two years? I it think... It takes about a year and a half before, I'm just saying, like, you know, it would be a really hard... Not it wouldn't be really hard because a lot of these corporations and a lot of these people have so much money and resources at their disposal. Right. You know, if they're like, "Hey, here's a check for a million dollars. Now do this." You know, who's going to say no to that? Especially here yeah. in Montana, a million dollars is a lot of money to people here in Montana. I that mean, that's is. you could retire in Montana on a million dollars. That's point one Instagrams for those of you keeping track at home. If point you, one Instagram. Yeah, Facebook bought Instagram for a billion dollars. Oh, just okay. an app, so we measure everything in. Instagrams. Instagrams. Okay. Um, Sorry. So we have this, this, you know, I just, it's 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 so disgusting. It's, it's really making me feel like uh, um, it's, it's pointless. You know, we, we, it's a fun game. Just like Justin Fan Blue says, I vote because it's fun. The district legislator races are very important. That's how the last legislator screwed us. Vote because it's fun. Hey, don't vote to change it. Just vote because it's fun. And he also says people sat on their asses, and people are still going to sit on their asses, and it's only going to get do. worse. It's only going to get worse. Why God give me an ass if you didn't want me to sit on it, bro? Right. And, <laughs> you mean, know, such a real. small majority of people here in Montana actually vote. You know, way less than half of the population here votes. You know, and so you're really thinking about it, like 300,000 people, you know, a third of Montanan citizens are making decisions for everybody because the other two-thirds just don't go vote they don't care enough and the other thing is is i really don't think an uneducated vote is better than a no vote like say that again you an uneducated vote is, is not, not better, better than a non-vote i'd rather just not vote than be uneducated. if you don't know anything what you're voting for okay, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. have no idea yeah, what you're voting things, for does it make I, things worse though i, I mean, think so things it, are gonna get shitty either way things, though because if you're just if you you're, can get the more evil one then. if you're just filling out dots to fill out dots and you don't even know what any right. of the people are standing for or anything like that's not that I doesn't saw a help. billboard with a name that's on it helpful. on my way here 
Right. And that that's is not helpful. For. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't feel that that's helpful. And no, I don't think no. that that's better than not voting because you're really not voting because you don't know what you're voting for. You know, it would just be better it's if it was like if, if the ballot didn't have any names on it. It just right, had right. numbers. Right. Okay. Which number do you uh, like? Voting for president and thirteen. Right. Yeah. No, those are my favorite numbers. You know, so I'm gonna vote (laughs) colors and numbers. That would be so awesome. I like blue and number thirteen. There we go. All done. Sweet. Oh wait. What? What did I vote for? What was that? FEMA camps and imprisonment. Yeah, you're dead now. You know, it's like it's. it's, (laughs) I just voted for concentration camps. Blue thirteen. Don't vote for that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) You'll get sent away if you vote blue thirteen. Which. I just don't really feel like that's much different than the system we have now, other than we're held captive out in the open. You know, we're losing the the minority is we're losing rights because uh, of of the majority rules. You know, like because so many of these Christians feel that it's not right to smoke cannabis, they have to write legislation to prove it to the rest of us. Right. You know, like it's it's now it's now it's illegal. You know, like it, it because we don't like it, you shouldn't like it either. How unfortunate. It is. And with all these and other right controversial issues, the only reason they're controversial is because people are... are <laughs> Don't understand. Well, no. The people are using their emotions, not science. Ah. They're not... They're using they're using morals instead of ethics. They're, they're not approaching the issue open-minded, or they're not taking themselves out of the equation, which is really difficult to do. To, well, as we know, when the observer is is interfering, it changes and, everything. And I don't know too many people that can take themselves out of a situation and look at it logically. You know, there's there's it's no there's so always that bias. I mean, is that is it even possible? I mean, yes, it is possible to, to it's completely just not remove easy. yourself. Don't you ever do it that? Depends, when you're yeah, it decisions? depends on the situation, I guess. When you need advice and you're trying to give yourself advice, you, you try <laughs> yeah. to take yourself out of like the situation. I pretend like I'm you looking at me and then giving advice. You take yourself out of the situation, you put yourself in another person's shoes and look at the situation without your own emotions clouding the issue. Right. I was thinking more at like the quantum level where it's pretty much impossible. What? You can't interact with anything without having... And nothing can interact with you without exactly. having a permanent change either. Exactly. Well, I'm glad we're ending the show on a high note, right? <laughs> at the very least. Uh, was there anything else we wanted to cover before we wrap this up? I think we're right at the end of our hour. Uh, I just, I guess, to clean this up to finish the the study about the cigarette and the the marijuana thing. Okay. It was more than fifteen thousand students, uh, which they considered more reliable than the Partnership for Drug Free survey of only three thousand. This is the Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, the report, which covers the year 2011, found 44.7% of students have tried cigarette smoking at least once, a steep drop from 704 from 99. Uh, 2011, 39.9% smoked marijuana at least once in their life, a modest decline from 47.2% in 99. Oh, my God, but wait a minute. Whoa. That, that I mean, that can't be Whoa. accurate because we have medical marijuana now and there's more people smoking cannabis, right? Right. So where do they get these numbers from? Don't care. Obviously, Already these kids forgot are lying. about it. Already forgot. <laughs> All right. Well, but thanks. it just goes to show that. I, yeah, you can. I could have just made. They're that crying up. wolf. The people that are saying that you know all, that that medical marijuana in the state is like the nuclear disaster in Japan or Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina, Katrina or, or I still love or whatever that else. You know, it's, it's not quote. it's it's not well founded. It no. is not based on facts. It is based on their emotions. It's not based on ethics. It's based on their morals. In other words, they're not really doing a service to the community. They're really just servicing themselves. And I wish they would do it in private. 
I know. That's not something you do in public. I mean, I service myself here. I always even turn the camera just in case. I don't, nice. I don't need that getting out online. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Ian, glad, uh, See glad you found your phone. Yeah. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave us a message, 406-204-4687. Check us out online, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. If you like you weed, like this weed, is where, this is where you, you need, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be.